all over this room, just let's bless the name of our God. If you can pray in tongues, just begin to pray in tongues. You alone are worthy. You alone are awesome. You alone are mighty. You alone are faithful. You alone are good and your mercy is forever. You alone are true. You alone are God. You alone are good. Father, we honor you this night. We join the 24 elders and say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. He who was, who is, and is to come. We bless your name, Almighty God. Likado shata legade. E mayanda basuta likada barikade. Before you there was no one, and after you there will still be no one. Lera liya lusi mangeza mansha salia tosa. We bless your holy name, most holy God, most righteous, ever faithful. E kabasonda liado shata legade. We bless your name, Mikada basula liya likala. If our whole body was filled in mouth, it would be enough to give you the praise that you deserve. Thank you, Jesus. Nobody greater than you. Nobody bigger than you. Nobody wiser than you. Nobody stronger than you. Nobody sweeter than you. None is more beautiful. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the privilege of having us as your own. We give you praise. We exalt you. For in Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped. Can we celebrate God tonight? Can we celebrate God tonight? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many of us love Jesus here? It's just because I have an assignment tonight. If not, we'll just enter worship. <laughs> Praise God. Can we have our seats? Hallelujah. Okay. So, uh, this month has been a beautiful month. Who agrees with me? You know, God has really been intentional about us in Davis Christian Center. I was thinking about it this past week, and I was just saying, no more, this God really loves us, Shah. At the beginning of the year, you know, God sees the end of a thing and declares before we start, you know. So knowing that there will be, that dollar will be touching, will be, will, will be nearly, will be touching 1,000 naira. He still said you will flourish. 
knowing that the fuel will get to as high as, I mean, some places they are buying fuel for 800 naira per liter. He still said you will flourish. It means that there is something he knows that we need to know so that our lives and our reality can align with what he has said. Abi? Okay, having said that, he now came in July and started to teach us faith. That there are things that you must know, there are things that you must do to enter this reality of flourish. So I was thinking about it this past week and I was like, oh my God, God really loves us in this house. Can we celebrate him? Can we really, as in, can you celebrate God? Because if we really, really, really think about every single thing, like you really take the messages from Iwof and sit down with them, chew it. You know that this word flourish, you see it in your life. You know that, right? Omar, as in, the way I've been listening to eye warfare, I don't know whether Pastor M's mouth is spinning her by now. Because I will rewind it, fast forward, play, pause. I said, what did she even say here? She will go back, she will come front. She will go back, she will come front. I don't even know how Pastor Podri is, is right now because I'm sure that uh, maybe he has lost his voice because the way I'm listening, to, as in I'm eating those words there, uh, and I hope that we are listening to island messages and combining it with mainland messages. You're not just settling for what we heard here, right? Okay, in case you are not doing that, please listen to island messages because some of the messages started here and ended there or started there and ended here. Praise God. Okay, so um, I'm going to... What, um, throughout midweek services this month, we've been talking Faith Chronicles. And um, Faith Chronicles basically is just talking about our faith stories, like our experience with faith, what we have done with our faith. Praise God. But before I go into my gist, because tonight I'm going to gist you guys, it's as in very interesting gist that I'm still... Even though some years have passed, I'm still very, I'm still, whenever I think about it, I, I see how good God is. Okay. But before I go into my gist this night, um, I want to just do a quick recap of some of the things that I personally have learned this month. So one of the things that have, that I have learned more like a reminder to me is that faith basically, like in simple terms, faith is believing. In simple terms, because, you know, sometimes you, when you're hearing this word, faith, 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 sometimes you might be wondering, like, is it, is it more than believing? No. Faith is believing. Believing in God, believing in something, believing in someone. So that's why they say, sometimes people say, I have faith in you, meaning that I believe in you. I believe that you can do this. Okay? So faith basically is believing. Okay? And one of the, um, the second thing that I also, I learned this, I've, you know, learned this month is that everybody has faith. Everybody. So, for instance, when you were walking into the door, when you were walking into this dome, you did not go to check the foundation of the dome to see whether it's, it's the pillars will hold or whatever is holding it up would hold it. You did not check or you did not call someone to do a research that will this dome stand? No. Maybe because you have come into this dome before or you have seen people coming into this dome. For, so, for some reason you believe that this dome will stand long enough for me to, for us to have service and end, right? So everybody has faith. The third thing is that 
we have established this month that the only way we live as believers is by faith. Habakkuk 2, 4. Please, let's have it. Habakkuk 2, 4. It says, I'm just going to read the B part. It says, but the just shall live by his... No, not faith. It says, but the just shall live by his faith. That's his faith. That he's there is a very important part of that scripture. Because what he's saying is that you have to grow your own faith. It is your own faith that you have developed, that you will live by. You cannot live by Pastor K's faith. So, or you cannot live by your husband's faith. Because I, it has been said here that faith is not sexually transmitted. You grow your own faith. The just shall live by his faith. Can we say it? The just shall live by his faith. Can we say it one more time? The just shall live by his own faith. So that means that when you hear a story on stage here, how, um, let's say, okay, I'm going to use this very funny example. You know, the first Wednesday of this month, Pastor Maka was here, and she talked about how she traveled to Canada without a visa. How many of us were in service now? Didn't you hear that gist? Eh? She thought her gist was that she traveled, she got to the border, and somehow, somehow, she got her visa. She left Nigeria to Canada without a visa, and by the time she got to the border, she she got a visa and entered Canada. So now, somebody will now hear that gist, and now carry their passport and go to the airport. My sister and my brother, they will bounce you. Let me just say, they will bounce, you are bounced. (laughs) So my point is that you cannot hear somebody's story and say, okay, I will copy and paste it. No. The just shall live by his faith. So it's your responsibility to grow your faith to be able to do the wondrous things that are possible. Praise God. Okay. So another thing that we learned this, this month is that God is pleased when we live by faith. God is pleased when we live by faith. Hebrews 11.6. Can we see it, please? Hebrews 11.6. It says, but, we, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Some translations say, you must believe that God exists. It's not a figment of of our imagination. It is not, um, what's that thing that scientists say? Um, one, well, there's one thing, I think it was, um, it was a pastor that, a scientist on stage, what's his name? Evolution. It's not evolution. God exists. Okay. Please, can we have, I want to pick up something from the scripture. It says, it's impossible to please God. So while I was studying, there's something I, I saw. Can we quickly see Numbers 11? I want you to, I want you to see how God feels when you, do, when you don't walk in faith. When you walk in faith, God is pleased. But when you don't walk in faith, meaning that when you don't believe God, this is, what, this is how God feels. Um, please, the Amplified Translation, Numbers chapter 4. Projector, I put, not put on screen for me today. 
Are we quarreling? Did I do something? <laughs> okay, Numbers chapter 11, verse, from verse 4. Um, we're going to pick, um, it's, it's a long story. It was when um, the children of Israel, um, they wanted meat, okay? And um, they had been eating manna, so they wanted meat. So this, okay, so let's read um, Numbers 11 from verse 4. It says, the rabble among them, that means the, the foreigners, there were certain people that moved from Egypt with the Israelites when they were leaving um, Egypt. So it says, the rabble among them, that's those who followed Israel from Egypt, had greedy desires for familiar and delicious food. And, and the Israelites wept again and said, who will give us meat to eat? Verse 5. He says, we remember the fish we ate freely and without cost in Egypt. The cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. Please, uh, before we move on, please. Are these things really sweet? Onion and garlic, that when you lick it or when you eat it, people will be... Ha. I don't even... Anyways. <laughs> Verse 6. He says, but now our appetite is gone. There is nothing at all in the way of food to be seen but this manna. Please go to 10. He says, now Moses heard the people weeping in self-pity throughout their families. Every man at the doorway of his tent. And the anger of the Lord blazed hotly. And Moses regarded their behavior as evil. Um, 18. 18, please. So this is God. He says, say to the people, consecrate, separate as holy yourselves for tomorrow and you shall eat meat. For you have wept in self-pity in the ears of the Lord, saying, who will give us meat to eat? For we were well off in Egypt. Therefore, the Lord will give you meat and you shall eat. Um, 19, please. You shall eat not one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor ten days, nor twenty days. Twenty but a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils and is disgusting to you. Please take note of this next um, phrase. Because you have rejected and despised the Lord who is among you. When you don't believe God, this is how it feels. How many of us have gone for U.S. Embassy interview or... Or um, UK, you receive, you have gone, we know now, everybody's trying to jack banner. You know how it is now when you receive that your application has been rejected. You know how it pains you in your soul. Abi, why are you people looking at me as if you've not gone for an interview and they, and they bounced you? You know how it pains you in your soul. That's how God feels when he tells you something and you don't believe him. He says that the Lord, as in, the Lord was upset because you rejected and despised him. So God said to you this year that you will flourish. And for some reason, you are, you are looking around and you are thinking that, is this thing really possible? Will this thing really work? That's how God feels when he says something to you and you second guess him. And you think that, Lord, I'm not sure. That's how he feels. How many of us want to please God? If you want to please God, you should walk by faith. Praise God. Okay, so the next thing, the next thing that we established is that Bible faith happens in your heart. 
slash your spirit, you know, sometimes we um, interchange heart for spirit. It's, that's, that will have, that's what happens in the Bible. Okay, so, because, you know, sometimes, based on what you can see here, what you have experienced, your mind can arrange a scenario. Even when you have seen in God's word something different, yes or no? So, it's not as if we don't have different thoughts trying to challenge what God has said. But the Bible says that faith is from the heart. So, irrespective of what your, your head is saying, what your mind is saying, your heart should believe that what God has said will come to pass. Irrespective of what your head is saying, what you can see, what your bank account is saying, what, how your body is feeling. But you know in your spirit that God's word says this. So it's, I feel like it's okay to doubt in your head. But don't doubt in your heart. Praise God. It's okay to have those, will it happen, will it work, how would this thing come to pass? It's Okay. But don't doubt in your heart. So that's why one of the things that we learned during in this month, it says that you counter your thoughts with your words. So when your thoughts begins to say, oh, we, how would this thing come to pass? I'm, I want to, I want to um, buy a house, but my account is looking funny. Your spirit can say that I will, I, I will, I will get, I, I can have this house. Because you have seen it in God's word. Oh, guys, there was a scripture I saw about my house in the Bible. I don't know if I, if I, if I will share it. I don't know. I don't know if I should share it. I, when I, I think the truth is that there is nothing that you are looking for that is not in the Bible. When I saw that scripture, how God described my house, I'm like, this God, Shah. Maybe if I'm, if I'm, if there's time, I'll share that scripture. As in, no, no, no. Let me, let me just continue. Anyways, the, one of the things we established this month is that we counter the, the thought, our thoughts with God's word. So when your thoughts are jamming, you speak God's word. Praise God. Just on the side, I just want to say this. Um, you know, the source of a thing, it's a sustenance. So when we come into God's kingdom... There is a way we came into this kingdom. The Bible in Romans 10 says that with the mouth we confess and with the heart man believe it, right? That's how we came into this kingdom, right? That is how we also live in this kingdom. We confess and we believe. Just the same way that fish cannot survive out of water. Because we you know the, in Genesis, the Bible says that God said that let the waters bring forth fish. So fish cannot survive without water, right? That's the same way we cannot survive if we don't believe and if we don't confess in this kingdom. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. So um, I'm just going to, you know, tell you some of the things that I have experienced personally. Okay, so um, I think about if, let's say, uh, I think about eight years ago, um, we were living in Ago. And if any, anybody that remembers how Ago was, the roads were horrible. I don't know. I don't know if that thing is road. 
I don't know if it can be described as road. Please, if you lived in, if you know anything about Ago, like eight, nine, eight, around eight, ten years ago, Ago, Ago was horrible. If you had a car, you would definitely be going to mechanic every week if you lived in Ago. Sometimes you would, you would um, stay on that road for like three hours to get home. That's how they married me. I married me into Ago. I was living in Festag, Jeje. I didn't used to think of anything. They now married me and took me to Ago. The house, like where we're living was, it was a new house, you know, it was just, it was newly built, so it was, it was fine. The, the, the rooms were spacious, everywhere, you know, fine. But when, the moment you come out of your house, depression starts. Because the road, your house, the road in front of your house is bad. So if, if rain just falls, hey God, all the poto poto, whatever, mud, no, as in, no matter how clean, it was, the road was bad. Then, aside for that one, when you now get to the main road, ah, and we're living inside, we're living down the road. So, my, my house was number 39. So, if you know anything about 39, 39 will be inside. Hmm. So, First year, everything was good. My house was good. My husband was good. So I didn't have problem. But when you just come out, road. And it wasn't much of an issue because we were together for a bit before we, started, we, started, we decided to have children. So by the time we started having, you know, I didn't, you, you know the truth, if you're a parent here, yeah, you know that there are some things that you would handle when there are no children. The moment a child comes into play, you begin to see all the things that can affect that child negatively. Yes or no? So, it was okay. I was there for two years, three years, nothing. So, the moment I got pregnant, oh more, it became worse. So, the moment, if, when you're in a car and the, and the car just wants to move, boogum, so you, your baby, everybody just moves. It wasn't funny. So, that was, that, you know, you now go that road. Then, I, um, my office, it's at Apple Junction. So sometimes, we, because of how bad the road is, if you forget anything at home, you will go into Festac and buy a new one. Because if you dare go home, you may not come back. Because of traffic. I'm telling you. So it was that bad. So when we, I, had my, I had my son, we're still, you know, managing it. You know, I, was not, I started telling my husband, Jay, we need to move out of this place. It was like, where will we move to? I said, can we, can we go closer? Church is in Amuwo. Um, my office is in Amuwo. Your office is in Festac. So can we go towards Amuwo? So he said, eh, Amuwo houses are small. The rooms are small. You can't compare it to our God. Hey, God, I say, Jay, let us move. He was, you know, I don't know, Sha, I don't know. I don't know if he's men. He was, he was, I don't know. He was comfortable there. I did not want to stay there. Okay. <laughs> So, Risha, I now started to, when I realized that it wasn't, it's not the words, it's not talking that would change anything. I started to pray about it. Year one, I was praying. When we're about to pay a new rent, I'll say, this is the last rent that we'll pay in this house. Mama, look at me. This is, 
we pay rent. I say, wow, okay, this is the last rent. So, like, when we enter the new year now, like, when it's almost coming, I'll say, Gee, are we still here? I thought we said this is the last rent we pay in this house. He will say, yes, this is the last rent we pay in this house, but you will not pay another one. It wasn't funny. We were paying, and at some point, I was just saying, God, I'm not happy. Not that there's anything, I'm not happy. As in, because some, sometimes, eh, depression, just because bad road, bad road, traffic. Hey God, when you, I'm trekking, that time you now trek. And I like, I like to enjoy my life. <laughs> so, long story, just, okay, so moving on, I said to pray about it and God said to ask me some questions. They're asking me, why do you want to move? I say, I don't want my children to grow up in this kind of environment. See the road now. See things are not, it's not nice. It's not, I know how, how where I grew up. Everything was like this. Every, I stayed, that's how I stayed there. Nothing happened year one, year two, yet. I now had another child. I say, God, he said, why do you want to move? I start praying in tongues. I say, Lord, you know the, you know what? There's some questions that God will ask you. You will know that. It's like he's trying to, he's trying to deal with something. So it seemed like at the time, I was just looking at me, 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 me. I wasn't settling down to see what, the, the other reasons my husband didn't want to move. Because at the time, it was way cheaper to live in Ago. So he was, he's thinking, if, yes, I understand that you want to move, but, my income has not moved. And rent does not fall on you. You know, there's some people that borrow for rent. You know that, right? But rent is a, is, is a debt, is something that will come. So you have to plan because I mean, now you have a wife, now you have children. So you cannot just say, okay, let's move. So I now, I now say, so start talking to me that this is one of the reasons why he does not want to move. So instead of saying, Lord, I want to move. Start to pray for income to increase. Do you understand? I say, oh, so that, uh, Lord, you've said it since. Is it not money? What, how much is money? I said to pray. Ah, I all the scriptures on prosperity. I wrote all of them down. I said to declare. In fact, he had his, he had his name is on those scriptures. Jude is this, Jude is, as I just, you know. He's like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He bears fruit in every season. Praying tongues, praying tongues. So gradually, all of a sudden, husband will come back and say, I don't, I, we need to move from here. I say, so I stopped talking. He said, no, 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 no. We need to move from here. So things, as I start to feel like uncomfortable, I say, thank you, Lord. But for some reason, the income still hadn't changed. So, but I, we kept it. Now, we're now on the same page. Two of us were now agreeing that we were going to move from here. So, Holy Spirit now said to me, phase two, what kind of house do you want? Tell me, what kind of house do you want? So that when you see it, you will know that you have seen your house. Ah, I went, in, I started writing, I want a new house. Um, I want a, a, a road that, um, a, I want to live in a place where the road is starred. I want um I want, I don't, I don't want a lot of people in the compound. You know, there's some houses you stay, they're like 10. I don't, I want, I want to be in a, in an environment where everybody's prospering. Where today, Range Rover Park, tomorrow, this one, park, as in because you become what you see. 
So I said, I want to live here. I want this. I want this. I want this. I finished writing long list. So he said, begin to say, begin to see yourself there. So, you know, on Sunday, um, Pastor Jethro was saying on Sunday that sometimes he will look outside and picture where his new car will be parked and come back inside. So I started to see myself. So when I close from the office, I'll just say, oh, my house is near. Like I said to act like, so I said to tell everybody, I'm moving. I'm moving. Okay. Oh, yeah, now. Holy Spirit said, if you are moving, you would have found the house. Like you, you will go and look for the house. So I would just, when I'm done with work, I would start going around. I was telling everybody. So people, people start showing me houses. Oh, do you want this one? Come and be my neighbor. Do you like this one? I'll now enter. I had a list. Ah, no, the house is old. No, it's not my house. Oh, no, this one. This one, as in different things. And remember that, okay, so I don't know if I said that, but the rent that I said, I said to here was like times three of where we were living. So I got, we're paying less than 500,000. The houses I was hearing was like one million. Remember that income. Hmm. So when I come home, I'll say, ah, Jay, I went to check one house today. He said that, don't worry, we're moving, we're moving. So I, as in I was determined, I'll say, Holy Spirit, please lead me, direct me. Let me, I don't want to just be wasting my time. I shall went to houses. And as they were calling those amounts, because initially I said I wanted to pay for it. I wanted to pay 700,000. I didn't want to pay more than that. But as I started to see houses and I started to hear the amounts. So I was not, my heart was opening to the fact that, oh, how much is 1 million? I can pay 1 million. How much is 900,000? I can pay it. Income had not increased. So I was saying, my house, my house, my house. I, was, I kept declaring. So one Saturday, my husband just, um, he said, let's go and look for a house. That was the first. I said, I've, I've been going around though. I did not see a house. My husband just said, um, I spoke to somebody. Somebody said that they have a house in there. That there's a new house that they just built beside them. Let's go and see the house. When we got there, the, comp- the compound was too small. I say, where will I park my car? So I will now do Cherika Mgafi. You know what? I don't know if you know what Cherika Mgafi is. Drive out for me. Let me drive out. That's, you know, that kind of thing. Then maybe you now have one stubborn neighbor that refused to come down. You now be I say, no, 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 no. This is not my house. I don't have car. You know. So I was, it was, I said, no. So when we, we finished looking at the house, I just, when we came out, I, he, some of us looked at ourselves. It's not the house. So we now walked forward. We now saw one house. They were still building the house. Remember that I wrote a list. Our God is intentional. I wrote a list. We went forward. When we got there, we wanted to enter the house. Then we saw, we saw one guy in front and the guy said, call the landlord. I said, no, I'm not renting now. Like I want to see the house. He said, call the landlord. I said, you're not hearing me. Let me see what you have before I start speaking. Okay, if I call landlord now and I don't take the house, what's the point? He said, call the landlord. My mom was just with her saying, this guy is not even serious. We just left. Hmm. That's how we went. Then we started the journey. Oh, we're looking, 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 looking. One day, I was in the office. The Holy Spirit said, stand up. Go to, he called the name of the estate. Go there. When I drove into the estate, first of all, the road was bad. I say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. He said, just move. I entered the road. I was still managing my small car at that time. 
He now said, stop. And I looked at the house. I said, ah, this is the house now that that guy said, call the landlord. Why would like, he said, calm down. Ah. You know how you grudgingly, was that? A very rude guy. As, we, as I stood in front of the house, some people were moving into the house, so the gate was open. So I didn't have to call the landlord. I walked into the house. I saw somebody. I said, oh, um, can I check? Is this, is this, are the houses fully rented? I said, no, that they still have two spaces that they just finished building. I said, can I check the house? Hi. As I entered the house, Ibo will say, Obi me made you. Hi. My mind just came. As in, you know when, what you saw in your head, what you saw in your heart, not your head, what, you, what you saw in your heart, you saw it physically because, you know, a new house, eh, when you enter a new house, you, the things that you need to fix are not much. You just need to move in. A bit. And I didn't want that, you know, plumber will say, electric car. It was just it. It was well, fully fitted. Tiles everywhere. The, everything, I would be the first person. As I entered, it was just, I just asked, um, who, how many people are here? They said three. The compound was big. I, I won't ask somebody to shift for me. Ah. I just looked. I said, when did they finish this? They said, oh, they just finished the house last week. That means that when I wrote my list, God took my list and gave somebody start to build. Let me not get ahead of myself. So, I entered inside. Remember that our income had not moved. So, I got there. I said, okay, so, um, I like the house. Um, I, I will bring my husband. So, I ran home. I said, Jay, I found our house. The way I was, I said, I found our house. He said, okay, okay, where is the place? That's how, as we, end, as we got to that place, I said, nobody sounds where they say, um, go and call. I said, Jay. And we entered. As he, as he entered there, he was just smiling. I was just looking at him. Because in my mind, I was saying, Father, please let him agree. Because now two of us go live inside. <laughs> let him. So he entered inside. He was just looking around. He was just smiling. My husband that says that he will never leave ground floor. He said, even if the ground floor is available, I will take this house. Ah. I was happy. I said, yes. So we now went. We saw the agents. Every, we saw the, the caretaker, everybody. When they called the amount, the amount was like times four of what we were paying. I first of all, I just held my, like, I, I just started praying in tongues because I'm like, I found my house. How much is money? I found my house, you know. Okay, so after talking, he was like, so, and of course, knowing who, by then, our faith had, you know, come up. So we got there. I was like, okay, this is the amount. This is agency. You know, after paying, that times four does not include agency. You, you know, you will pay agency. You will pay legal. You will pay caution. So by then, the money had gone well over one, well over one million. Ha. We just, we just took, he said, okay, where do we, after my husband was not, he had even, he was not saying, where do we pay, where do we pay this to, where do we pay this? I was not looking at him that, ah, okay. Let's say again, money, I don't know. <laughs> you know, so, um, okay, before then, before then, he was having a chat with one of his clients. He was just talking, one of his clients came into his office. And they were just gisting generally. He was helping the guy do, um, the, the clients do something. And client now said, and he said, oh, that he's moving, oh. But it's just that the house, the, where, he, where, where he saw, it's like the place is, the place, the cost for that place is about, is, is um, a lot, Sha. And the, the, the client just said, how much do you need? 
and he said, um, over a million share. I need one million above. The client said, okay, so they continue gisting and everything. Guess what, guys? The client left his office, came back with a nylon and gave him and went. He came back, as in, they didn't transfer the money. He came back with the money in nylon. Mosman called me immediately. He said, our rent is on my table. Where do I pay it? Our rent is on my table. I'm like, are you serious? You know how when the Lord turned around the captivity of Zion? <laughs> it was like that thing that I have, been, I have been praying for, that thing I had been seeing in my dream, like it was now in my hand. So we went, well, so when we got there, my husband was asking him, where do we pay this into? Where do we pay this into? And he, you know, when we left, we, we, of course, we were way, the money that they brought in nylon was way less than what we needed to do. Husband called the client and said, I found the house. Thank you very much. However, that money no reach you. The guy said, how much more? He said, he said, send me your account. And in 10 minutes, the balance for that money was in my husband's account. That's how husband just called me. I have the balance. I said, Jesus, you know how your legs cannot, your legs can't carry you. I know that like God, Father, I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. We paid the money, everything. We got into the house. We asked them to clean everything, you know. Remember that our income has not increased. Somehow, somehow, we moved into the house, everything. In three months, we were earning that rent as income in, in a month. As in, it was a case of, we needed, to, so you know, um, why I'm saying this, because my time is almost off. There are some faith steps that you need to take that will birth other things. There are some first steps. You may, you may need a lot of things, but there are some steps that you need to take first. That will lead to the next one. That will lead to the next one. So don't sit one place saying that you want everything to be in place first. After, after, that, after we moved into that house, in two months or thereabouts, we bought a new car. In a few months, we did, as in, we're, things, we're just ticking things off the list. Because we told ourselves that we would, we would move into that house. Every single thing in that house must be new. We're not going to carry anything from the old house. As in, before, because we moved into that house like in September, October, before December, we had furnished the house with everything new. By February of the next year, we had bought a new car. We had, as in, income had moved up. Everything had moved up. Standard of living had moved. Everything just because we took one faith step. So, let me just quickly pick out the lessons that you can, learn, you can learn from this story. The first thing is that when you are in faith, God will not support your, flesh, your selfish desires. God will not support your selfish desires or any bad behavior. So you can say that I want, I want to get married because I need to show them my husband. Or I want to drive this car because God will always check your motive. Why do you want this thing? So it's possible that you have been in faith 
about something and it's not coming to pass because your motive is wrong. So before God will bring you to the, your promised land or bring you to your blessing, he will deal with all your every wickedness or evil or any selfish desires. He will deal with it first because he knows that if he brings you into your place of blessing, it, your place of blessing can destroy you. Another lesson that we can learn from this story is that our faith in God requires that you hear the Holy Spirit or that you have a personal relationship with him. Because the truth is that we would have missed the house if I, was not, if I, I wasn't listening to or if I was not willing to obey him, even though I had had a bad encounter with somebody in front of that. Because the truth is that most times, before your blessing, you may be standing right in front of your blessing and one, if one demon will stand there like this, to annoy you so that you will miss your, your covenant, your blessing. So you must be sensitive because if I had stuck to, for what? I'm not going there. If, like if I had stuck to what's my natural instinct, I would have missed that blessing. Meanwhile, I have been praying for it. So it's possible that the reason why you are not holding your blessing is that your blessing was in front of you, but there was something that stood before it that you did not overlook. It could be anything. It could be anger. It could be that this thing that this, this person, it could be malice. It could be that I don't like this person. Meanwhile, now the person who your blessing. People will say, forget what they wrote on the bus and enter the bus. Because you are going somewhere. Leave what they wrote. Enter. Sometimes you say they spoke to me somehow. Can you leave how they spoke to you and get what they said? You need to hear. Like, you cannot actually walk the faith life if you are not hearing God. If you, if you don't have a relationship with him. If you don't know how he speaks to you. Because the truth is that some of us would be in a journey of one year. Some of us may be there for ten years because we have refused to grow. Because the Lord may be trying to address some things and you will refuse to learn. So you will stay there because God is very patient. He will wait for you. Another lesson is that when you are in faith, it always breaks a corresponding action. There is always something you can do now. So when I was trusting God for a house, God was asking me, what kind of house do you want to live in? So I wrote, so that when I, when now in my house, everything I wrote, I said I did not want my house to be down, down, down the street. Anybody that knows my house knows that when you enter my estate, my house is by the gates. That's how I wanted it. So that even if somebody drops me at the gates, I will not have to trek. If rain is falling and I stop at the gates, I will not have to trek. I will not have to enter inside, inside. My house is by the gates. My, in fact, when we, remember I, I was saying that when we drove in, when I drove in, when God led me to the house, the road was bad. As I moved into the house, the very next week, they started road construction. And guess what? They, they did the front of my house first. Because I heard God. If I had said that, Lord, this is not what I, I told you. I told you that I want house to be, I wanted the road to be good. If I had looked at it with that now eyes, I would have missed it. Some of you have missed your husband because you think his neck is long. He's thin. He does not, you have missed him. Some of you have missed your job because in that place, they, they pay 50K. 
You've, you've missed it. Because in your mind, now this 50k I go to the end, come take, go abroad for vacation. Some people started from nothing. It's true. Today, a few years down the line, things have changed. Sometimes, allow God choose for you. Tell him, like Pastor M said, that she told God, bypass, as in, bypass my emotions and do what, you, what is right for me. Sometimes, eh, not even sometimes, all the time, tell God, don't bypass my thoughts, what I want, what I think I want, and give me what I really need. Another lesson is that when you are in faith, you can't put God in a box. You can't tell God that this is how I want you to answer me. Because if we had, while we were waiting, while we need, when we wanted the money to come in, if we were waiting that, Lord, our income has not increased, so we can't move. Our income has not increased, so we can't move. Meanwhile, God is saying, move, your income will increase. You can't tell God how he will do what he will do. If you can tell him how he will do what he will do, he, he ceases to be God. He is God because he is God. He organizes things how he wants to do it. You don't know how he wants to do it. So you can't tell him that it is when one adds to one that you will get. You can't tell him. The moment you can dictate for him, he ceases to be God. Praise God. You can't, you can't put God in a box. You can't, even if he has led you in that way before. So now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, my next house is my own house. I'm not moving into a rented place again. I'm moving into my house. So now, we are, we have started the walk. We have started the journey. Like I told you in the beginning that I've seen my house in the Bible. Oh my. I, if you see my house, no problem. I saw it. As in, like I said, everything is in the Bible. Now, um, we've started another, we are on another journey of buying my house. No, 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 not buying. Sorry. I, I take that away, Lord. I take that away. Of getting my house. Because he has said to me that I can give you your house without you buying it. So I cannot put, I cannot put God in a box saying that it is when I have this amount of money. That I will have, no. He asked me, what do you want? I said, I want my house. He said, find it in my word. Because the Bible says that when you find it, when you find it in the word of God, you can have it in your world. And I found it. So we, we, we are in phase two. Waiting for the next instruction. So you can't, you can't tell God how, my point is you can't tell God how he will answer your prayer. Your own is to believe. Find God's word. Believe it. Hold on to that word. He will now lead you. Praise God. The last lesson is that when you are in faith, you must be patient. When you are in faith, you must be patient. Let's see Hebrews 6 verse 12. Hebrews 6 verse 12. NIV please, quickly. He says, we do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit, inherit what has been promised. Yes, you have faith. 
Yes, you are believing God. Yes, you believe that he is. Yes, you have found his word, but you must be patient. You must wait for him. You must be patient. A lot of us have run ahead of God and collected something that we thought is our blessing. Meanwhile, it was a trap. We ran into an, into an open door. We thought it was an open door, but it was a trap we ran into. We must be patient. The Bible in James 1, 2, chapter 1, verse 2, 2 to 4 says that you should, we should allow patience have its complete work in you. Let's see that. Let's see that. We should allow patience have its complete work. He says, but let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Can I see? Can we see it in message, please? Let's see it in message. He says, so don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so that you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. Allow Because sometimes eh, it's not that God does not want to give you what you are asking for. It's just that what you are asking for now can destroy you. So he needs to prepare you for your blessing. He needs to deal with certain things in your life because he knows that if you, if, if you enter your blessing the way you are, you will destroy that marriage. If you get the things that you are asking for now, the way you are, you, you, you will lose it or that thing can destroy you. Praise God. Let patience have its complete work. What God, is, what God is more interested in is, is maturing you, is, getting, is, is, for you, is building character over giving you the blessing. Just like so many instances of um, you won't give a, a four-year-old or a ten-year-old a car, even, as much as, even though you love that child. You won't give that child a car, no matter how much the child cries for it. Until the child is mature enough to drive, then you will give the child a car. That's the same thing. And we know that God is the greatest father ever. He's the greatest father. There's no comparison. He's, the, he's, he's, he's in a league of his own. There's no comparison. Praise God. Another thing is that faith births faith. It begets faith. Now that my faith has produced a rented apartment... I am now confident enough to believe for any other thing. Because I have seen God do it in the past. Like I am a testimony of what God can do. So if you do nothing with, the, with your faith, like if you don't exercise it, because that's the only way your faith can grow, when you exercise your faith. If you don't exercise your faith, your faith cannot grow. Like you cannot, you will not be able to do the exploits that are, that are possible to you. You will not even know that it is possible. As I am now, I know that I can move into a house without money. In fact, my first car, I got it without money. My first car was a gift. As in car, full car. Yes. So the question is, what do you, because a lot of times we, we try to 
make the calculations in our head. We try to draw the graph and when this won't happen, then it will not happen like this. That's not how faith works. The question is, what do you want? What is the desire? Then believe. Desire, pray. Believe, receive. What's the step? Desire, pray, believe, then receive. Don't, don't, don't try to work it out in your mind how this is how it will happen. Don't try to do that. Because you are now, you have, you've left your own part and you're now playing God. That's God's, how it will happen is up to God. It's God that would sort that out. Praise God. Let's rise up on our feet. I want us to do something in two minutes. Everybody close your eyes. Close your eyes. What is that thing that you want? Is it a husband? Is he a spouse? Is he a job? Is he a visa? What would what would you do when that thing happens? When what you can see happens? How would you feel? How would you feel? The God that you serve is able to blow your mind, give you much, 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 much more than what you can see. But you must believe him. You must believe that it is possible for you. In just one minute, tell him about it. By telling him about it, you believe that he exists. And he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In Jesus' name, do you believe? Do you believe? then receive your blessing. Hallelujah.